This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gooner Talk. Back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reactions Preview Series, the show which we look ahead to the next Arsenal game, get your thoughts, predictions, lineups, etc., etc., ahead of our match against West Ham this week, which is taking on a weird kind of six-pointer concept as West Ham, of course, are well ahead of us in the league right now. But after they lost a few points last weekend and we managed to pick up a very valuable three points in the North London derby, things could swiftly turn should the paths of each team change. And with a win against the Hammers, that could certainly be a catalyst to continue on for a strong end to Arsenal's season, which has ultimately been quite patchy and a little bit disappointing at the start. So let's crack on with today's show. Hello to everyone in the chat box and hello to my two expert member guests today. First of all, returning once again, it's Freddie Jumberg's best lookalike. It's Vinny. How do you do, mate? You well? Yeah, very well, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, very good, thank you. For just discussing about wedding planning, weren't we? And the, the, the I mean, it's just so much stress for us, obviously, because we're doing all the work, clearly, is what we're doing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Let's crack on with the show there and talk to our uh, debutant today, uh, who you will recognise, chat box in uh, the chat, Mr. Joe Kerr. How are you doing, Joe? Are you well? Not too bad, Tom. How are you? How are you, Vinny? Yes. Very good. Very good, mate. Very, very good. I can see I missed your, thumbs up I there. missed your wedding. <laughs> I missed your wedding, uh, your pre-wedding chat when I was getting set up. It's so much fun, lads. I can just tell you. It's, <laughs> oh. it's Me and Tom are running off somewhere together. And remember. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, I, I'm personally thinking it's just like, I'm just going to stay out of the way. I'm just going to do my bit, which is effectively just, you know, yes, no. I mean, yes, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's all I have to do. And she takes care of the rest. So uh, absolutely buzzing with that stuff. Anyway, we obviously got to crack on and talk about um, tomorrow's game, which is, as I said already, an interesting tie because we're playing a West Ham team that are currently above us in the table. 
Um, and Vinny, are you concerned about this game? You asked me if I was confident and I replied saying I'm actually kind of confident about a strong finish to the season. But how are you personally feeling about going into this one? I'm the same. I'm pretty confident. I, I, I think we're going to beat them. we got the better team. I think the, the last couple of games we've been playing a hell of a lot better. It's just cutting out the mistakes. But I, I think it's coming to get together the plan that Arteta's putting in place. I think it's about the system that he he wants to cultivate kind of this quick passing, using the width, getting the low-driven crosses into the box. And we're doing that. We're just not taking our chances. And Lacazette had a great few chances against Spurs, didn't take them and had to have a penalty, of course, to finally get on the score street, which he was very fortunate to get because, of course, he was completely missing the ball in the, straight, the shot that he took. I was fortunate in the fact that he was completely taken out by Sanchez. Um but you've then got Aubameyang who came on for, on Thursday against Olympiacos and he missed a glut of chances. And it's kind of been the story of Arsenal's season, which culminated in a video of Kieran Tierney shouting at the rest of his players saying, come on, lads, we need to take some of these chances and score. Because that's very much how it's felt this season. Joe, coming to you on your thoughts about this game, it's an interesting one in terms of the how good they have been. Are you fearful of West Ham? Do they threaten you in any way? Well, I saw a statistic just before he came on. Jesse Lingard's been firing on all cylinders, and he's pretty much one and two against in all the times he faced us with United. So I think both himself and Antonio, we shouldn't sleep on them, basically. We should go in assuming we're going to walk this, or because West Ham have a terrible record against us. Moyes has a terrible record against us. But I think that could lead to complacency. So... I'm thinking this is going to be a more cagey affair than we would be comfortable with. We'll get you, as well as Vinny and yourself. We haven't taken, and sure, Oba could still be out there from now, from starting on Thursday, and be missing. So I think it's going to be a lot more cagey and unsettling than we might want to believe. We'll win, but... Oh, Sorry, Joe. I keep preempting. It's this new system I've got where I'm like, <laughs> I really want to be on it with how quickly I switch screens. There's no, I'm not doing it quick enough. <laughs> Carry on, Joe. Sorry. Oh, no, that, that's all I was saying is that we will win as far as I'm concerned, but it's not going to be classic champagne arsenal. It's going to be what we've become used to slick passing for the most part, but then letting us down in the final third and then them trying to catch us on the break. So, a win, but not an easy one, I don't think. Yeah, I, I do tend to agree with you. I think it is going to be a case of, it's not going to be kind of a flourish of goals, because we can create a flourish of chances. We just can't seemingly take those too much at the moment. And I think that there's going to be a lot down to whether Bukayo Saka is fit uh, for the game, which we're still not 100% about. Apparently, it was only a minor hamstring kind of, he felt it was tight and it was a muscular problem, but it wasn't a case of he pulled it or done anything. So he could still have, have rested it between now and not playing against the Olympiacos to come in. We're still waiting to get like 100% confirmation on whether Saka is, is going to be fit or not. In fact, I'm just going to do a quick check. Um, he's an injury doubt for England, supposedly. So if he's an injury doubt for England, then we... It could be that he won't play on Sunday either. Um, and basically, Arteta said it depends on how he feels over the next few days. We spoke yesterday, and this was on uh, Friday, saying he spoke yesterday and he wasn't ready to be involved today. We made that decision. That's for Thursday's game. We'll make the decision on Sunday against West Ham, and then we will talk with the doctors and the national team to decide what to do. Um, 
clubs have a lot more power now as well in regards to allowing their players to leave because of not only the, the injuries, but the pandemic. And that's meant that for teams that are traveling abroad to play their games, top clubs or any clubs for that matter, don't have to release their players to go on international duty. Vinny, would you be pretty much a selfish coach and turning around and saying, look, I don't care about England. We need to keep Saka fit. He's important for the rest of our season and we don't want him traveling. Well, I, I definitely wouldn't be playing him um, tomorrow because I think it's too risky to play him. But if, mm. if he's fit, you've got to give him the chance to play for England. That's a lot of young lads' players' dreams. And he, if, if he can earn himself into the Euros, then he deserves every shot at it, but only if he's fit enough, obviously. Yeah, I tend to agree with you, mate. I think I will press you on the next kind of point I was going to go to before Saka, which was effectively about... Joe bringing up West Ham being Lingard being one of their threatening parts. Kufal has been brilliant for them. Suchek's been brilliant for them. Where kind of other areas of the pitch do you think we can actually look to get at West Ham? Where are their weaknesses in that team? I, I think they're pretty solid this year, to be fair. Um, but we've just got to play our game. Individually, one for one on the pitch, we're a better team. But we've just got to play our game. And hopefully in the middle of the park with party playing, we can take them apart but they've got a good team there isn't really any major weaknesses now but we're on paper we are a better side and we just need to take our chances yeah and I think that's been the whole thing about we're better on paper has been something that people have argued saying that's why we should be further up the table this season because why are West Ham where they are we talk about things as kind of a cohesive unit and I think as a team West Ham have been brilliant this season and how they fit together our Moyes has got that team playing and that's ultimately led to where they are this season and getting some really good results against some top oppositions. We managed to beat them on earlier on, sorry, in the season with Ceballos setting up Nketiah for the win. I think it may have even been a Lacazette goal or a Bamiyan goal that, that got us the first one. And it wasn't a, it wasn't an easy fixture, but we managed to come out with the win in a really difficult period for ourselves. But now it's a different ball game for Arsenal. We've got two number 10s, not none, and we're creating a lot more chances and we are scoring more goals. We're missing a hell of a lot of chances too, and that could ultimately be uh, the difference for us. Um, Joe, just before we go on to the lineups, to ask you mainly about kind of how you think Thursday's game and the loss against Olympiacos, despite the fact that we went through, do you think that's going to have a big impact on how we might approach this game on Sunday? Less said about Thursday, probably the better, because while we did create chances and we were the driving force for the whole game, it wasn't good in the end. Um, hopefully this sort of gives them the kick of backside to go, right, well, we can't do this, especially if we're trying to get into the quarterfinals and then get on to six. We can't turn in performances like that. So as you said, yes, a shot in the arm that they might need. Hopefully Thursday was in tomorrow leading on we're going to an international break and so far this season we haven't a great after breaks as far as I, i'm aware we take a week off for an international break and then we sort of stutter so we need to finish tomorrow on a bit of momentum take the week off for the internationals hopefully nobody gets injured crippled or benched and then we can come back for the next semester. it's yeah. one game at a time i think at the moment yeah, you're right. It is taking one game at a time. It is certainly about that. It's, And I've kind of said that about you can keep looking into the future, looking ahead to each round of the competition on what fixtures we've got left. But 
we can have a game where we come off the back of a good result. We go into it like we did against Leicester, go into the Burnley game, draw 1-1, and eventually the mood is once again completely on the floor. So we do have to take each game as it comes. We could get an amazing result against West Ham and get absolutely stuffed by Liverpool in the next league game. And again, it's all different. So it's a really good kind of mentality to take it in that sense. So we're going to go and have a look at what we've chosen in regards to our lineups. We should be starting, I believe, with Vinny's. Um, Vinny, do you want to take us through your team, mate? Well, it's, it's, I didn't spy it earlier. It's Gabriel rather than uh, Murray. But, doing it. But, <laughs> but, but in, in terms of our back four, obviously, Cedric over Bellerin, that's a no-brainer. I think Louise... Is, <laughs> I feel like you're just pressing Kian here. <laughs> I, I think Louise, people give him a lot of stick, but I think he's been one of our most consistent defenders this year. And although there is a mistake in him, his playing out of the back's brilliant and can sometimes open up the game. Gabriel's just solid, and, and when he performs, he's really good. Tierney, you don't even need to talk about it. Party obviously picks himself. I think Jack is our best player alongside Party. I think he's miles above Alneni and Ceballos. In terms of attacking midfield, I've gone for Odegaard. Uh, Emil Smith Rowe, if Fett is in the team for me all day long, but I don't want to overplay him at the moment due to his past in injury concerns. I think we're safer going with Odegaard. Um, Ober on the left and Lacquer up top. I think, as you said, one of our biggest problems is we're not taking our chances. In the past, Ober and Lacazette have been clinical in front of goal. And I think we need to try and play them into form because if they can come into form in the second half of the season, with the chances we're creating, we can rip teams apart. Mm. Um, and then Pepe on the right. I'd like to see Martinelli play, but I think Pepe's suits quite well on the right with Cedric. They've got a good partnership there. Joe, do you want to take us through your teammate? Well, I have, for the right side, I have the same logic as Vinny. Pepe and Cedric look really good together when they get going. Um, Pepe has been sort of misfiring as we all know we all expected so much more from but i think with cedric he's finally found a link up like a partnership he can work with down that side i went with holding because i am a big rob holding fan and <laughs> i think he we have signed him up for a long-term contract he had the concussion but he's going to have to come back in some eventually Luis, as i said he has a mistake in him he has been good so far but as we joke, there is that error meter that's slowly, slowly building. And at 30, was he now 32, 33? He needs a bit of a break. Gabriel picks himself. Tierney picks himself. Xhaka, Partey, they're the best we have. I'm not a massive fan of Xhaka, but with Partey, they do work well together. Odegaard, again, doesn't really need to be explained. I went ESR on the left because I think... Himself and Tierney can work together well. And when ESR and Odegaard were in the Leeds fixture, they worked really, really well together. And yeah. Oba up top, because he is our main man. We've signed him up for years and years and years. We need to keep playing him until he gets back into form. I, simple. Yeah, no, I, I, I agreed in the sense that we do need to play Alba to get him kind of back into form. I just, you see from my lineup, which I'll show you now, is... I, I did go with Lacquer. I'll start with that. The reason for that is I I just think that Abamyang, 
yes, he needs games, and yes, he needs to be brought back into form as quickly as possible. But he's just on the floor right now in terms of confidence, in terms of form. And I feel that Lacazette, after the, the obviously the league display in which he scored that penalty, um, and although he came off towards the end of the game, is just on that little bit of a lift in terms of the the, the mood and the, the feel that he's got right now. And I'd rather that Lacazette started and say if things aren't going well at halftime and he's not managed to put any chances away, then at halftime we can bring on Aubameyang in his place um, and go in that sense. I just feel like it's with the way that Aubameyang has been, I'd rather there was more incentive for him to come off the bench and then hit form rather than start him and then drag him off if things aren't going well, which which could happen. And we know Arteta is ruthless enough to do that. That's why I've gone with with Laka personally overall. But I get the idea around starting out uh, uh, absolutely 100%. The only difference I think I've got other than that... Sorry, Joe, did you want to respond? No, no. Sorry. No, sorry. I could hear... <laughs> I I was like, he's coming for me. Um, at the back, we've got Louise and Gabrielle. I went with Louise over holding. I understand there's... I've backed holding a lot on the on the show and and told plenty of people that I think he's someone that we can trust with a new contract and he's there to be an option for us. I just really have liked Louise of late. I've liked the way he progresses the ball. I like the way he comes out of the defence with the ball and helps us in the final third at times and keeps us kind of with Partey and Xhaka there. I think we've got the defensive cover to be able to do that. Um, Gabrielle Tierney picked themselves for me at the moment. Maria's been good when called upon, but if Gabrielle's fit, he's probably our best defender. So I think we have to just keep playing him in those games. Jack has played a lot. That's a fact. But he seems to keep on playing and keep on playing well, especially next to Partey. Um, again, obviously, he had the big mistake against Burnley. We come back to that. And the more that we play, and we feel like that little, like that bar that keeps on going up in regards to getting closer to a Jack mistake is getting higher and higher. Um, but until that point comes, we know that that period before the mistake is is excellent. And he provides us a lot on our left-hand side in terms of his passing as well. And the alternatives being Ceballos, whose mistake led to Olympiacos' goal, and mistake against Benfica led to their goal, and mistake against someone else led to another goal. I can't remember who it was now. But he's had three games. He's made three errors, and they've all led to goals so far. And I think that El Nenny against the West Ham team offers you nothing going forwards in regards to passing for me. Yeah, he scored a great goal against Olympiacos, and we love him for it. And that goal ultimately led us to go through but I just would rather see Xhaka with his more forward passing than, than El Nenio I get that a lot of people will say that he only passes sideways and backways backways sorry backwards but I don't I think that's an exaggeration I think in comparison to El Nenio he passes a hell of a lot more forwards than people give him credit for uh, Martin Erdogan on ESR I, I get Vinny what you were saying about giving ESR as many chances to rest as feasibly possible um he came off, of course, against Olympiacos, was rested towards the end of the game. It didn't look like that was an injury. It looked like it was tactical. Um, so if he's fit, play him. He's going to be going away with the under-21s for England. I don't know how much he'll he'll start or play because, of course, they do have Mason Greenwood and Callum Hudson-Odoi also called up. But I, I imagine that – I think it's A.D. Boothroyd, who's, who's the manager, will be picking him um, for as much as possible based upon his form for Arsenal. But fingers crossed he's not going to be overplayed for the under-21s. Uh, and, yeah, the same as you guys, Pepe comes in on the right-hand side in replace of, of Saka, of Saka is not deemed fit for the game. I'd like to see if Saka's available for the bench. Maybe if we need him, he can be brought on if he's deemed fit enough. But I've gone with Pepe there, and we've already talked about Lacazette. So what are you guys saying in the chat box? Let's have a look at what you're saying. Um, 
Omar says, may I remind you, Tom, that it's the end of March. For how long are we going to wait for him to return to form in regards to Aubameyang? I believe that was. It's a good point. How long do you wait to, to allow him a chance to get back into the team? Uh, Zemir says, Tom is on cloud nine with Louise. Lowell, don't tell Louise, otherwise he will bring him back down to earth. Yeah, it's a bit much similar to that Xhaka thing with the Louise mistake bar is incredibly getting quite high now. Um, Boo Boo says, uh, Louise has been great, but holding suits us better against the West Ham style of play. Um, Joe, I'll let you respond to that because, of course, you picked holding. Do you think that holding actually suits the way that West Ham might try to play? I hope so. That's the best answer I can give you. <laughs> um, holding has his shortfalls. You know, we can't lie about it. But I think his interception rate is very very good his work ethic is really really good and while he's not the most mobile of center backs he does read the game well in my opinion so i think if west ham tried to cut in through us hopefully both himself and gabriel have they had a good partnership going at the start of the season despite everything else that's gone wrong for the team so i think between the two of them they can sort of cut down lingard they can cut down antonio needs be they're not going to give away silly penalties, which is my only reason I didn't include Luis. If he starts getting turned over, run, there's a chance he'll revert to form, and we don't need to be giving away soft penals. We've done enough of that all season. I'm tired of that, so is everyone else. So I think holding is our better chance here. Don Giovanni in the chat book says, don't think we can afford to keep carrying Abamyang and waiting for him to hit form, especially given the fact that he offers nothing if he isn't scoring. I mean, do you agree with that, Vinny? Is Abamyang just goals? Is that all he provides for the team? I think he puts in more work than people give him credit for. You do see him bombing back when he's playing on the left wing and helping out the defence. But I think he's just so clinical when he's on form if 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 he clicks that's the difference between us potentially winning a cup or not it, it proved it last year where he carried the entire side if if we can get him back in form and playing it, he could be the difference for us and i think that's why it's important to try and play him in games like this and get him back in form i agree with you i think that we do need to get him back in and playing as quickly as possible i just think that how we do that and easing him back in is is going to be the, the the right way to and how we find that right way to do it of course uh matt thornton says take his goals away and he's a horrific footballer <laughs> which i think is incredibly harsh um superman says is uh the, the new style we play when it comes down to the pressing and build-up play. Um, I think he's asking if Alba suits that. I, I actually think that Aubameyang will suit it more once we've got it kind of slicker and more refined and we've got the kind of low-driven crosses coming into the box. Because he is, out of anything, a poacher of a striker. Yes, he loves to play off the last man and try and run in behind when he can. But if he's given a chance in the box to come across, other than what we've seen kind of the latter half of this season... Or, arguably all season this year has been a bit of an anomalous season for him he loves taking those chances that are just on one play it across bang straight in the net turn up in the right place at the right time um west ham fans are hot and funky says uh, scottish <laughs> which is very interesting dearie me that's the, i really shouldn't have read out that comment <laughs> that's one of those omar says no hold up play no link up play doesn't press can't win a header can't dribble has no pace Oh, dearie me. I've really, that's really taken me aside, that comment. Superman says, press from the front is clear. Um, but in order to, for it to be successful, it must be done in unison. And Aubameyang doesn't contribute anywhere near enough in that sense. Uh, Boo Boo says, Aubameyang will finish the season strongly. 
people will eat their words. Right, we do get on to the final part of the show, which is, of course, predictions. Joe, what is your scoreline prediction today? 2-1. That's the best I can see us doing. Like I said, it's going to be cagey, and Lingard is in great form right now, but... They have rarely beaten us. Moyes has rarely beaten us. I don't see change anytime soon. KG, but we'll get there. 3 1 to Arsenal. I better score first. Scorers? Scorers? Who's going to score? Uh, I said I better score first. Abami <laughs> Yang. And then maybe oh, Lacazette. Sorry. sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> and Odegaard. Uh, let's get your ones in the chat. Think- Matt Greek says. Oh, sorry, sorry, Joe, go on. Sorry, I was just going to say, I think Odegaard and Pepe, maybe? Because Pepe was doing well at the weekend that he would have had a cracking shot had he not clipped Odegaard's shoulder, which he could try a hundred times and not get again. So I definitely think between the two of them, they'll both hit the back of the net. Matt Greek says 1-1. Uh, if you this one got a draw written all over it. Omar says 2-1 to the Arsenal. We're going to edge it. Rahman says 3-1 Arsenal. Sam says 5-1 Arsenal. Matt Thornton says 3-1 up the Arsenal. Uh, Steve Stone says 2-2 Lacazette and Martinelli to get goals. That would be interesting. Uh, Boo Boo says it's going to be a boring draw most likely. Matt G says I think 3-1 Erdegaard with a goal and assist. I'd appreciate that because he's my captain in fantasy this week. Uh, and Zamir says 1-0 to the Arsenal. Uh, Juan says 3-0 Arsenal. 3-2 if Louise and Bellerin play, though, which is very harsh, again, on our own players. We love just, you know, hammering it home that we're not a fan of these. Tesco says 2-0, Erdegaard and Xhaka to get the goals. Jack Webb says 3-1, Arsenal. Moyes is far too tapid versus big size. Does he mean timid? Is tapid a word? People keep using pieces of vocabulary that I'm not even familiar with. Is tapid a word? I'm not. I'm assuming that's a Is it supposed to be tepid? Tepid, yes. Tepid. It probably tepid. is. You see, this is why I have guests on to do my job for me. Uh, MP Doob says 2-0, uh, Odegaard with a goal and a Louise header. And Wilson says 2-1 to the Arsenal. And Temi says 12-0 West Ham. Wow, not positive from Temi in the chat at all. Dwight Cunningham says 3-2 Arsenal. And that will be the end of our show. Thank you to my chat box. Besides, 99% you were great. I got caught out once today, which usually doesn't happen. We will definitely need to start vetting some of these comments. So I have to get some uh, admins going in the chat. Uh, thank you so much to my two fantastic panellists as well. Vinny, pleasure as always, mate. Yeah, thank you. And that was definitely the comment of the... The, the best comment I've read in a while in <laughs> about the West Ham team. It was special. <laughs> it was special, to be fair. And finally, thank you, Joe. Absolutely brilliant debut, mate. Appreciate your time, son. Thanks for having me on, Tom. I've been meaning to do this for a while. And cheers, Vinny, as well. Yeah. Made this good crack. Good to Thanks see you, mate. Million, lads. Good stuff, boys. Fantastic stuff. You can find both of our two fantastic guests today in the Discord server. If you'd like to join our Discord server, then please join up as one of our expert members or TGT ambassadors. And TGT ambassadors, if you are one, uh, there is a message in the community tab that has been sent out today for uh, exclusively you guys. So go over and read it out and, uh, yeah, you'll understand the instructions from there. Um, anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure, guys, in the chat box to have you. As always, please drop a like on the video. Please give 
the channel I follow as well, at the Goonatal TV, and myself at Tom Cantor Media. We'll be back straight after the game tomorrow for the Raw Reaction Show, and I hopefully should be, as far as I'm aware, joining Hugh for the watch along as well, where we'll be having more debates about whether the grammar works with the word historic or our, which is ridiculous. Uh, we'll have discussions about what our favourite food is. It's getting ridiculous. It's, when there's a really boring game on, like Olympiacos, the chat just goes in a really strange direction. So come and join us for the game and uh, and join me over on here for the Raw Reaction Show straight after too. And we'll see you on Monday for the, the podcast as well. We'll be joined by Jess, Kesh and Adam as well. We'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.